For us wrestling fans, the WWE's biggest party of the summer, appropriately titled SummerSlam, signifies the imminent end of summer. It feels just like yesterday when we turned the calendars back to June, we started bringing out the pool gear, we stocked up on our favorite summer beers and seltzers, and we were just starting to get over yet another disappointing end of the Pittsburgh Penguins season, as per the usual since 2017. But with the end of SummerSlam comes the ends of August, which in turn brings the beginning of September and the beginning of fall. I love fall. It's my favorite season. It's not hot. It's not too cold. Crisp air, Halloween, pumpkin beers, fall festivals, football, and most importantly, an excuse to wear flannels all day, every day. And let's not forget the importance of yoga pants season. Everybody loves yoga pants. Today, I'm going to get you all ready for the start of fall so that you're way ahead of the curve. I mean, we had Midsummer's Brew with the Brunch Breakdown just two weeks ago, and we gave you all our picks for fall. And, well, the rest of the year, too. So you should be more than warmed up. The legend is now going to dive into fall a bit more and make sure that you're all ready to go. No more 89 to 92 degree days, no more sunburn, no more suntan lotion, and soon enough, no more grass cutting, at least for me. So for now, bid farewell to summer, get your last days in at the pool before it's time to break out the jean jackets, hoodies, and sweatpants and crack open a nice pumpkin or Oktoberfest beer. It's almost time for fall, and I'm ready. Get me a caramel-rimmed glass, pour me a good one, and let's get at it. Oh, and one more thing. Let's go Pens, and here we go Steelers. What's up, everybody? This is The Legend, and I'm welcoming you to the newest episode of The Legends That Is Podcast. That is episode 26. 26. And if you don't mind, please pardon any thunder you hear in the background. It is currently storming. I don't have an awesome studio. I record in my office. So if you hear a storm, it's just because I have made the weather angry because I am unappreciative of the summer season this year. The summer's been riddled. It's been bad. I mean, it's been a great summer, but like this allergy season was horrible. It's been horrible. Anyways, once again, I am the legend. I am here to bring you the best podcast you've ever heard in your life. And I've done it 26 times. Well, maybe 25. The first one was rough. Let's be honest here. I love each and every single one of you, my loyal OGs from the bottom of my heart. And I'm here to tell you that the fear of Friday the 13th is technically called Paracavidecatervophobia. Triophobia. Paracavidecatriophobia is what happens when you have a fear of Friday the 13th. Say it with me. Paracavidecatriophobia. We don't like Friday the 13th. You can find me on all your favorite streaming sites every other Tuesday. That being Apple, the podcast, Google, the podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can reach out to me on any of my topics, past or present on Twitter at legend status pod. You can find me on my alter ego, Brendan Jenkins on Facebook. And finally, you can find me on untapped at BRJ underscore the underscore legend come find me check out what i'm drinking i'll check out what you're drinking we'll toast each other's drinks and we'll get a beer maybe a nice fall beer let's all go out for fall beers god almighty i love it i can't wait you're gonna smell all the leaves you're gonna be able to crunch them under your feet like potato chips you can drink pumpkin beer i know a few of your pumpkin spiced asses are really excited about this and uh, I don't know why. I think I'm just really excited for fall this year. I love it. I love Halloween. I love uh, all the things that come with fall. I just, I, I can't wait. I'm hoping this year, now that I have a biggest, a bigger yard or an actual yard, I'm hoping to have uh, perhaps a fall football game with all of my friends. 
Uh, we'll see if that actually happens, but I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, we just have to learn how to not hurt each other. I mean, we are in between the ages of 30 and 35 at this point. So taking a leaping dive at somebody may or may not turn out well, but we'll see. Once again, always remember to tune in every other Tuesday to the Legend Status Podcast to find your favorite host in the world, the legend, me. Now, with my intro comes two different topics that we'll both dive into, one now, one later. And this specific topic may or may not be your taste, but we're going to do it anyways, because we have to. The only reason we didn't do uh, like a tap rooms and tap outs type of thing is because nobody has time for that anymore. I mean, honestly, and it's SummerSlam. It's, it's, it's runner up is what it is. So let's go over a little bit of what happened. Uh, some big things happened in the wrestling world this time around. And for those of you who don't watch wrestling, you will understand what I'm talking about. A few of the names that have popped up, you'll, you'll, you'll probably, you probably know. And you've probably heard the rumors. You've probably seen it on Twitter. You've probably seen it wherever you do your social medias. CM Punk is back. Now, CM Punk is an AEW. But nonetheless, after seven plus years, CM Punk is back in a wrestling ring. And I'll tell you what, that was the first AEW uh, show that I've, I've ever watched. You know, I like to, I would have liked to say that I gave AEW a shot beforehand, but I really haven't. You know, uh, but what's but but what CM Punk, the, the the pop that they did, the planning for him to come back uh, to the United Airlines Center in Chicago. I think it's the United Airlines Center in Chicago, but it was in Chicago nonetheless. The timing was perfect. The timing was impeccable, and the pop was even better. CM Punk came out and the first thing he said, he mentioned Pittsburgh. I will have you know that the first thing that CM Punk said in a squared circle for the past seven or seven plus years was thank you for giving me the type of reception that Britt Baker gets in Pittsburgh. That's what I'm talking about. Way to go. CM Punk drop in Pittsburgh for your first pop ever besides your song. Ah, uh, it was crazy. As soon as that hit, that it was. I don't know how the roof stayed on that place. You could have torn. You could. You could have torn that thing down in two seconds. It was the idea of seeing CM Punk back in a wrestling ring. For those of you who are into wrestling, I mean, what a feeling! What a sight! What a what a thing to experience, even just on TV. I know uh, my uh, my buddy Brad and I were watching it at my place, uh, and it was just it was crazy. You know, we we played a couple of drinking games beforehand, so he and I were probably a little buzzy, uh, and that made it all the better. Uh, it was just it was so cool to see him come back. It looks like he hasn't missed a beat. Uh, crazy, crazy stuff for the CM for CM Punk to come back. On the flip side, actually, no, let's stay. Let's stay with AEW for a second. Uh, my first initial uh, viewing of AEW was was not great. I mean, it, it just it wasn't, but it was also bad timing. AEW's rampage uh, this past Friday. Uh, I mean, it started off with CM Punk. And I just don't know how you follow that up. I just don't know. I don't know how you follow that up. That's like trying to put Stone Cold and the Undertaker in like 1998 and then throw in, I don't know, the headbangers right afterwards or something like you're just not going to get that back. However, the wrestler that performed right after CM Punk uh, was uh, something asaurus. It was it was some sort of dinosaur, man. Uh, it, I mean, he was good at what he did, but <laughs> I mean, our group of friends said, I mean, we're going to need something more than dinosaur, man. To, to get us to go over to AEW. Uh, I know that I had said last uh, episode that WWE may have lost a fan out of me, uh, but SummerSlam really did kind of turn around a little bit. Uh, it, it was it was well done. I thought that there was only real one real match that was really uninteresting. Um, and, and of course, I, I wanted to do, do the comparison here. Uh, you had the return of CM Punk, which had this massive pop. 
and then you had two returns uh, plus a surprise entrance uh, for uh, for WWE's SummerSlam. And that being Becky Lynch's back, uh, the ed- or Edge came out to uh, the Broods theme song at first uh, and then turned it into his song. And finally, Brock Lesnar is back. Brock Lesnar came back and he looks like a freaking Viking that rolled out of the Montana Hills to come wrestle. I mean, he does. He's got the he's and, and for those of you who don't know what Brock Lesnar looked like, picture this big meat castle uh, with a shaved face and, and very little blonde hair on top. Uh, now he's got the long hair just on the top, like from the Vikings uh, TV show and his ponytail in the back. He's got a little bit of a beard and he's still a monster. He's huge. He is literally a genetic freak. I just don't understand how he does it. Uh, but but yeah, but comparing the CM Punk pop to the Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch pop, I mean, honestly, it was almost the same in my opinion. And I'm surprised. I mean, CM Punk, and maybe it was just the volume of my TV. Maybe I'm influenced by other people on Twitter. I thought the pop for Brock was just about as big as CM Punk. Same with Becky Lynch. What they did to uh, Bianca Belair was not good. It wasn't. It wasn't fun. I love Becky Lynch, and I love what she does. I mean, I think her her promos get a little annoying sometimes, but she's great at what she does. Uh, but for her to just come back, drop uh, Bianca Belair in one move, and win the championship just like that—that's uh, not fair to Bianca. Uh, and that's just not fair to what she's been trying to do for the past six months. I'm not for it. I'm all for Becky being champion. I'm not all for Bianca being dropped like that. Uh, I saw some things on Twitter about it's it's all it's always about race. It's always about race. If it you know you can't keep black superstars on WWE as top superstars. I'm sorry, I don't buy that. I I think that there are some horrible, terrible things going on in this nation and have been for a long, long time. But I don't think WWE is like that, at least anymore. I.E. see Bobby Lashley or Robert Lashley or just Bob. Pick your favorite. I'm not going to dwell on that too much because that's a slippery slope to go down. But I don't see it in professional wrestling. And I will say that out loud. And I don't mind doing it. Uh, But it was a really good event the SummerSlam, uh, SummerSlam was uh, Rampage. Not much to say except for CM Punk coming back. Uh, you, know, you had a, uh, I, think, I can't remember what the match was, but it was there was another pretty good match uh, with people who are already who have been with AEW. That was nice, uh, but SummerSlam was clearly the, the it was it was just so good it was better. Uh, but it's hard to compete with SummerSlam as it is. Uh, but like I said, with SummerSlam denotes the end of summer. It's kind of for a wrestling fans calendar. It's almost like once SummerSlam's coming up, you've got summer, 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 pool, 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 beer, you know, and then SummerSlam hits. And then it's like, oh, next week is September. Here we are again. Kids are back in school. For us, that's no, that's not a problem. I mean, I don't have any kids. Some of you do. Some of you will. That, kids are going back to school. It's that time. Summer's done. However, the theme of SummerSlam, I will say, and this will kind of translate into my next topic here for you guys, uh, but the theme of SummerSlam, I didn't quite understand, and I'm going to explain to you why. And if you tuned out uh, while we were talking wrestling, welcome back. This is your time to come on back. Uh, The theme of SummerSlam, as in the music theme, was Cardi B's Up. You know that song. The one that I love and cherish oh so much. Because if it's up, then it's up. And if it's up, then it's stuck. That's Cardi B, right? Boy, I hope that's Cardi B. I'm pretty sure that's Cardi B. Anyways, WWE has been going for this PG. Uh, they've been, they've been, I guess, jumping back and forth between like, you know, PG 13 and PG, and they can't figure it out. They want edgy, but they don't. They can't figure out who they are. You know, that's 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 one of the things that I'll always chalk up for a loss to them is because they literally do not know who they are. 
I know the, t- the, 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 the TV is, is way or USA and Fox are like, be edgy. We need viewers. While Vince McMahon is like, we want cartoon characters like Nikki Ash, almost a superhero. But Cardi B's up was the theme. Granted, it was the edited version, but they did. They played the song uh, in like in the arena during commercial breaks and stuff. And I guess they, they just they must have just played the clean version because the lyrics go broke. Boys don't deserve no pussy. I know that's right. And yes, I dropped the P word. Sorry, everybody. It's the lyrics. Get over it. Plus, I could have been talking about it. Let's be honest. Never mind. So, uh, Cardi B's Up was the theme, and they edited it out. I don't know. I think if you're trying to, to put out a product that's PG, I don't think you go with Cardi B. I don't know what the clean version said. Uh, I don't know what the, what the word was used for the P word. Uh, but it was, I mean, it's, it, if you've heard the song as clear as day, you know what's coming up. Uh, I know that in the song they talk, she's talking about uh, her ass as usual, you know, and stuff like that. And I don't know what about Cardi B's up screams Brock Lesnar. I don't know what about Cardi B's up screams Roman Reigns. I don't know what Cardi B's up screams about Seth Rollins. I just don't get it. I know it's kind of uppity. It's it's up. It's a good feeling song. You want to get up and, and twerk and do stuff like that. Uh, I just don't know if you're going for the PG thing. I don't know how you use Cardi B's up. If you're going for a little bit edgy. Yeah, sure. But usually edgy for, for wrestling usually means like electric guitars and uh, palm mutes and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, hey, I guess I can't complain because I love that song. I mean, uh, it's. I guess it kind of goes along with the argument of uh, whatever the VMAs or something like that, whoever it was or whatever award show it was where Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, you know, were up there twerking, talking about WAP uh, and stuff. And that was during prime time, I guess. And people had a problem with that. I guess it kind of goes along the same lines, only we didn't get to see Cardi B twerking at WWE. Nobody twerked in WWE. And... That's probably a good thing. Anyways, uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, a, a couple uh, uh, bleh, a whole bunch of our friends. Uh, this was the annual Deep Creek trip for us. Uh, and, it, and it brought me it brought something to my attention that I want to share with you guys. And I guess it's more so a personal confession. And this kind of, it, like I said, it comes from Cardi B, but we had our Deep Creek. It, it's an, it is an annual trip that we've done. Uh, to Deep Creek. And we just did it. It just happened last week. Uh, and I'll tell you what. Uh, I found out. And here's my confession to you all. From season or from season, like I have seasons from episode two, we talked Megan the Stallion all the way. Jokes about Megan the Stallion, the Stallion Saloon, the uh, the ass and and all the lyrics that that are horrible, you know that make you want to make fun of something like Megan the Stallion and Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and Saweetie and all that kind of stuff. But I will tell you, Megan the Stallion makes me want to get down. And I mean, like get down, like party. Nothing about Megan the Stallion makes me want to do anything crazy but it does it just brings this out of me and i don't know where it is somebody said uh, i i mean i freaking i had a couple beers and megan the stallion came on the boat and i freaking dropped it i'll tell you i dropped that like i was on the set for wop i dropped it like i had more ass than i've ever had in my life i had ass for weeks not had like you know but like actually had ass it was crazy, uh, but it does. But something about Megan Thee Stallion's music just makes me want to just go. It's it's and it's funny. Uh, I mean, I, I've been making fun of Megan Thee Stallion for so long, and here I am, episode twenty six, saying I want to listen to Megan Thee Stallion. I want to listen to Saweetie. I want to listen to Cardi B. 
I want to listen to this stuff. And now I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I was, it was up and it's up, then it's up and it's stuck now. Now I'm stuck between wanting to listen to uh, this hoochie rap, as I want to call it, this hoochie rap. That's a lot of fun, but I mean, it's not quite wholesome content. I'm stuck between wanting to listen to some wholesome content and wanting to just work it out. My problem is, and this is my own personal opinion and beliefs, but if I were to die and Megan Thee Stallion happened to be on in the car or on when I had a heart attack or something like that, and I died while listening to Megan Thee Stallion, how am I going to explain that to St. Peter? I'll tell you, I don't know how I'm going to get up to the pearly gates and St. Peter's going to stand there and say, you're good, but what was your, what were you listening to before, before you got up here as it happened? What were you listening to? Ah, Megan Thee Stallion. Ah, and what were the lyrics? Hmm. Funny. That uh, Mr. Peter, uh, I, I don't, I mean, how do you explain that? Therein lies the issue for me. I, I've, I've, in the past few years, I've taken on this metamorphosis of character. And now I'm stuck with Megan Thee Stallion. And I like it. And I can twerk. Apparently, my twerk skills are on point. And again, someone said, you'll learn to that from your sister. Your sister taught you well. And I said, no, I taught her. And don't you ever forget it at Opal Love 23. I was twerking it back in the Navy. That's a horrible joke. Anyway, Miley is in my blood. I know how to twerk it. And Megan Thee Stallion, I am on freaking board. If I add the money, which... You know, I do, but I don't really want to do this because nobody would ever come to it. But I would love to go to a stallion saloon. Exactly the way I, I've, I've pictured it through all these weeks. I still want to go. I want to go uh, even more so than I have wanted to before. I'm going to buy my sweatshirt. My Megan the Stallion classy bougie ratchet sweatshirt. Eventually, it's going to be great. And if there actually was a Stallion Saloon, maybe I could get a discount because I got my classy bougie ratchet sweatshirt on. I'm all about it. But that's my problem. I'm stuck between wanting to listen to, to, to content that's more wholesome, uh, to content that's not talking about ass and, and boobs and, and, you know, wieners and stuff like that. Like, I, like I don't want to like, how am I going to sit here and like say those lyrics? Like, I like, I like singing the lyrics. It's fun. Like, I'm never going to go to a Megan Thee Stallion concert. I, I would love to, but boy, I would not. I don't, I don't think that I would be welcome there. Let's be honest. I don't think that I would be welcome at a Megan Thee Stallion concert in Pittsburgh. And it's unfortunate. Maybe if I had my sweatshirt, no, that'd make it worse. Anyways, that's where I'm at. I'm stuck between wanting to listen to wholesome content and wanting to just twerk it out with Megan Thee Stallion. And I guess it's a guilty conscience and I can't ask you guys. And I'm going to ask you guys anyways, guilty conscience or not guilty conscience, guilty pleasure. That's it. Guilty pleasure. Megan Thee Stallion. Now, when I started this podcast, my biggest guilty pleasure was was, was Miley Cyrus. And now it's Megan Thee Stallion. So what, what about you? Tell me what your guilty pleasures are. Have we changed at all? At all? Uh, guilty pleasures are a lot of fun. And obviously, nobody's going to reach out to me and tell me about these because nobody gives away their guilty pleasures except for me. Megan Thee Stallion is it. And eventually, she's going to make it to Music of the Week. I'll promise you that. Anywho, moving on from Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and SummerSlam and CM Punk and all that makes me thirsty let's get on over to beer of the week we're gonna do beer of the week for the 26th straight episode take that penguins we're gonna start off with beer of the week and then obviously move over to music of the week which unfortunately is not megan the stallion although she will be very 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 soon beer of the week this week and let me 
hold this sum of my gun up for yes. So beer of the week this week is going to be coming to you from an unknown brewery company. And this was the first time that I had ever heard of them uh, called the sky gazer brewing company, sky gazer brewing company. It is a stout. In fact, it is an Imperial double milk stout. This is called the floofer Two: strawberry cacao and peanut butter. Wow. It surprisingly nailed every single taste there. Peanuts were in the back, and that was peanuts. Peanuts in the back at sweet strawberry and dark chocolate. It was a winner for me. It garnered a 4.25 out of me and was very, very close to a 4.5. But I believe that I rated the grocery store beer. Oh, no, I think I rated that a 4.75. I can't remember. I have too many beers. 4.25 for me on Untapped. And for Beer of the Week, this Beer of the Week, and all other Beers of the Week, you can find me, the legend, on Untapped at BRJ underscore the underscore legend. Come follow me. Cheers my drinks. I'll cheers them back. Come check out. <coughs> Come check out the Floofer 2. Strawberry, cacao, and peanut butter from Sky Gazer Brewing Company. This beer makes the beer of the week because it hits all three D's. And that being that it is delicious. It is delectable. And lastly, it is absolutely delightful. Yes. Plus floofer is such a wonderful word. Floofer. Hey, will you get me one of those floofers out of the, out of the fridge? See, that has a, that has a nice ring to it. Get me a floofer sounds much sounds much better than get me a bud. <laughs> Anywho, uh, moving on to the music of the week. We're going to go with music of the week this week, and this is going to be a pre music of the week. Okay, so this isn't out. It's not out yet. But now that I'm doing every two weeks, I have no choice but to do it now before it goes to anybody else's musics of the weeks or whatever. So, without any further ado, let me share with you the music of the week. For episode 26, the music of the week is going to go to churches. Churches with a V. C-H-V-R-C-H-E-S. That is churches for the music of the week because... Do you... Do you want to know why? Do you know why? Because their new album comes out on Friday. You'll get Screen Violence, Church's newest album, out this Friday. Let me check the, the what what's the date for this Friday? The 27th, August 27th, you're getting the newest Church's album, their fourth Their fourth album, entitled Screen Violence. Now, we've had some of their songs on board already. Uh, We've had some of their songs being played here and been Music of the Week. Uh, But you can find some of the new songs on Spotify already. That being He Said, She Said, Good Girls, and there was one more that I can't remember. Where the heck? How am I supposed to find it? It's not on here anymore. Oh, well, it was okay. Uh, oh, no, no, here it is. How Not to Drown. He said, she said, How Not to Drown and Good Girls, all on Spotify right now. Uh, you can go check those out if you haven't already. And the new album will be available to you this Friday on the 27th. Once again, that is Churches for the Music of the Week for the new album, Screen Violence. Out everywhere on Apple D Music and Spotify. On Friday, the August 27th. Those are your usuals. That is going to be your beer of the week being flu for two, strawberry cacao and peanut butter, and your music of the week going to churches for their new album, Screen Violence on Friday. The songs out right now being He Said, She Said, Good Girls, and How Not to Drown. And what better time for you to crack open the newest church's album and crack open a floofer too because stouts are wonderful for winter but you can still use them for fall 
I'm so excited for fall. In fact, let's talk fall. For me, there's a few things that point to fall. The start of fall, you know, just just things that that that, that just shout that it's fall time. Throw those flannels in the in the washer because they've been sitting downstairs in the closet for a year now. Well, most of them, at least. But a few things, one being, like I said, the end of SummerSlam. SummerSlam is the first horseman, dare I say. The second one is when I go to the beer distributor, you know, for, to get whatever I want. I'm getting if I'm getting some light beer, or if I'm getting craft beer, whatever I'm drinking, I go to the beer distributor and am met with a vast array, a, a wonderful display of pumpkin. Southern Tears Pumpkin is so good. It literally, I know the, the, the tagline for, for pumpkin is, uh, is, is, is pumpkin pie in a glass. And that couldn't be more accurate. It couldn't. It is. It's, it's literally like drinking pumpkin pie out of the glass. And it's best with a caramel rim. And you're damn right that I'm going to be putting that caramel rim all over my glasses. Every time. I'm not holding back this time. I'm going to the giant or I guess not giant Eagle anymore. We're going to shop and save. Now we go to shop and save and go get me some of that caramel drizzle, putting that in a nice little plate and rubbing my glass all over it and then throwing a pumpkin in there. Boy, am I ready for fall, but that's what it is. Pumpkin is the second horseman of fall for me. And I can't wait. Uh, we are going to talk about time for fall. It is falls coming up. SummerSlam's done. Pumpkin is out. Oktoberfests are coming out. It's time. Soon the leaves will turn to a crisp orange, red, yellow, anything but green. I do love me some green trees, but not during fall. It is pretty tree color time. And then the crisp air will be all around us. Just think about it. Just picture it. We're almost there. Just when you go outside, it's not cold enough to be chilly, but there's a nice brisk feeling in the air. You might be able to see your breath. I doubt it. But it's just, you you got that smell of fall, of all the trees, of all the leaves, of pumpkins, and, and fall stuff like that. You go to the store and you see flannels everywhere. Beards are coming back. Well, for most of us, my beard remains all season or all year long. However, some, for some reason, during fall, it tends to grow faster. I don't know why. I don't know why it grows faster for, for the rest of you men that listen to me here. I mean, maybe you maybe you can help me out here. My beard tends to grow faster in fall. Maybe it's just the crisp air. The flannels are everywhere. I can't wait. Those are some of my favorite things to wear is flannels. I mean, I I, I love the, the wrestling shirts that I wear sometimes, uh, the band t-shirts I get, uh, the, just the random miscellaneous shirts that I'll wear. But when it comes to flannels every day, all day, even lounging, I'm wearing flannel. I freaking love it. Uh, and, and the flannels, you can go with the – there's so many different uh, – ways to wear it there's so many different colors so there's so many different interpretations of flannel you can go with the lumberjack look the red and black lord knows i've got one of those the red and black lumberjack flannel is always good i know for me i've got an orange and orange and brown a nice flannel that goes that complements the colors of the trees goes with a nice pair of tan slacks can't wait you can go with any flannel you can go to business casuals well i guess not yeah business casuals with with flannels not business professionals but you can go with business casual flannels ones that don't necessarily scream lumberjack and one don't don't necessarily scream jack-o-lantern what was with jack there's a lot of jack here i can't wait and i hope that you like Flannels as much as I do, and Lord knows I hope my old lady does too. Like, if she doesn't, she's in trouble because I love me a good flannel. 
And I, I'm not going to lie, I, girls in flannel are, are, are wonderful. I mean, I'm talking like flannel and yoga pants season. Let's freaking go. That's what I had to do. I had to take her out and be like, look, pick yourself out of flannel. Pick yourself out of yoga pant. Or I guess yoga pants. It's not yoga pant. It just comes with one leg. Start looking like Eva Marie around here. Uh, no, I can't. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Fall so freaking wonderful. However, there is a trend and there has been a trend for a while that it's time to get rid of in fall. And no. It's not pumpkin. It's not pumpkin spice. Although I do have a pumpkin spice candle uh, downstairs in, in, in my in my downstairs bathroom that I've had since last year. I don't really care for for the scent. Maybe it's just the type of of candle it is uh, and who makes it. But I don't know about the pumpkin spice candle. Now, I know I'm going to get beat up here by half of you, but I'm, I'm not a big pumpkin spice latte type of chick. You know, I still like my caramel macchiatos hot. But I do like the pumpkin scent. It's nice. And I can't wait. This is my, I mean, I've had the summer uh, in the new house. I haven't decorated for summer. I just kind of got everything set up. But this is the first time that I can decorate my house. I can make it fall in here. My my yard will have uh, fall leaves from the pear tree that's outside of the whatever tree I've got. I think it's a pear tree. Uh, well, I, gotta, I still got to check if there, see if there's a partridge. I'll check in December. I'll check in December if there's a partridge in my pear tree. Uh, but the things that need to not happen this year, I'm going to implore you to help. Help me out here. And if I get yelled on this, here's the thing. I don't freaking care. I don't care if you don't agree with me because these need to go away. And what I'm going to talk about here that needs to go away are Halloween costumes that should not happen this year. Get it through your thick skulls. These aren't cool anymore. Okay. A few years ago, one of these was cool. It had a nice five to six year run. I don't want to see it again. In fact, one of you pulled it off quite nicely. But it's over. It's, it's been over. So let's dive into this Halloween costumes that should not happen. Number one, and I can't stress this enough. Presidents, please don't be a president for the love of everything holy. You don't need to be Ronald Reagan. You know, I don't think anybody is Dwight Eisenhower or anything like that, but nobody for the love of God, nobody needs to be Trump or Biden. Nobody does because that's how Halloween night turns into a Halloween brawl. Please don't spray paint yourself orange. Get that big wig on and be Donald Trump. And for the love of God, for the other side, please don't pretend to lose your mind and dress up like an old man and be Joe Biden. Don't be presidents. Just leave them be. Let's just keep that the world is in a, the nation is in enough turmoil right now that we don't need to ruin Halloween because you want to dress up like one of the presidents. Please leave it at home. No presidents this year. Last year was was funny. The past couple of years have been funny when people dress up like Trump uh, for the majority. It seemed like the majority of people didn't like him. I'm not going to sit here and say one or the other. I'm not telling you who I like because I don't like either. But no more presidents. Number two. Ow, I just hit my my toe off the chair. Uh, Number two is the one that some of you will be mad at me for. Like I said, one of you pulled this off pretty damn well a few years back. And I mean a few years back. No more jokers. Because the Joker costume that everybody wants to be was the Heath Ledger costume. And it was, it was cool. It was perfect. You know, it, it, when, when, when that first came out, uh, the, the, the dark night, I, I forget which dark night it is, but it, the dark night, the one with Heath Ledger as, as the Joker, uh, I, I, actually, I think it was just the dark night. I think it was just called the dark night. Uh, but you know, the, the, the dark night was 2008. It was 2008. Okay. They were cool. 
you know, in, in, in 2010, 2011, 2012, I'll give you that. They were even cool a little bit later when that fad had faded out. You had the, 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 the random joker here and there. Not any more. It's 2021. That movie is uh, 13 years old now. Iconic? Sure. Still good? Sure. Please, don't be the Joker. If you want to be the Joker, be the most recent Joker. I'm okay with that. Like uh, the, 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 the spinoff of the Jack Nicholson one that, that just happened. Uh, be that one. That one's fine. Even if you want to be at uh, the Jared Leto, 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 Jared Leto, Jared Leto, Jared Leto, Jared Leto. That's who it is. That guy. Be that one from Suicide Squad. Be, be, be that one. No more Heath Ledger, Dark Knight Jokers. It's out. It's outdated. It's overplayed. I'm over it. No more. Third. Especially now. No more slutty anything. Slutty nurse. Slutty pilot. Slutty police officer. Slutty zombie. Slutty can opener. Slutty dog. Slutty cat. Slutty server. Slutty hospital assistant. Slutty surgeon. Slutty news anchor. Slutty actor. Slutty actress. Slutty IT guy. No more sluts. I don't. It's so done. We have such a backlash right now in the nation of like how... Uh, like how sexualized women have become because of the media, because of advertisements, because of movies. And let's be honest, because of comic books, because of things like Marvel, the things that I love. Yes. From the past, women have been overly sexualized and it's, I mean, personally, it's not okay. I, I don't think it's not okay. Or I do think it's not okay. Good Lord. Please no more slutty stuff. Whatever you want to be, especially don't be a slutty IT guy because that's just gross. Gross, smart, but gross. Lastly, I do not want to see a combination of all three. No slutty Joker presidents or no slutty president Jokers or no president slutty Jokers. No Joker slutty presidents. A combination of all three is definitely not going to work. So if I have ruined your Halloween plans, guess what? That's why we're doing fall now on August 23rd to get you ready. You have two more months. I'll also go ahead and well, no pirates are never out of it. So leave me out of this. You can be a pirate as much as you want. Pirates will never die unless they're already dead. Please, those Halloween costumes don't need to happen this year. Be creative. Just be creative. Eat candy. Be happy. If you like those those popcorn balls uh, that they have, like the big ones that kind of get that obviously you get a million things stuck in your teeth. Uh, but it, it, eat those. Just don't be one of those Halloween costumes for the love of God. Please. On the flip side of things, I'm going to bring back a debate. And I know that this is an age old debate. It happens every single year and every single year. People tell me I'm wrong. And guess what? Here's the thing. I'm not wrong to me. And to me is all that matters. Got that? So. Now that the pleasantries are out of the way, I'm bringing back the old candy corn debate. Yes, I am. We're back in it because I need to know which one of you guys is pro candy corn and who's against candy corn. And it can be any candy corn. It can be the regular candy corn with the yellow, the white, and the orange. It can be the chocolate with the brown, the orange, and the yellow. And it can be the pumpkin style. I don't think that tastes anything different than the regular style, but it's shaped like a pumpkin and you get more candy out of it. Yay or nay, candy corn debate. Are they sweet little pieces of candy that you could just take a handful and shove in your mouth and be happy with your life and swallow it down with a pumpkin beer? Or are they disgusting little wax candies 
that you wouldn't touch if somebody had a gun to your Halloween looking head. Let me know at legend status pod. Let me know. Yay or nay candy corn. Uh, is it disgusting? Is it good? Do you love it? Do you hate it? And I'm going to start it off here because my candy ass loves candy corn. I am in a minority as far as candy corn goes. And I understand that. And I accept it because I like candy corn. And for those of you who don't like candy corn, if you get candy corn, Come on over to my house. You can drop it off in my mailbox. I'll get it when I pick up the mail, and I will enjoy every single piece of that candy corn. Give it to me all fall long, and it will be on display here at the house for any said parties that will come through. I promise you that. You don't have to take it, and you tell me if you're not going to, because then I'll take your share. It's getting eaten promise you that so let me know at legends that is pod yay or nay candy corn we are coming up on fall it is a bit early but i need to get all this out of the way just in case you guys decided to be a friggin slutty police officer or something for halloween or a or a president lord in heaven we don't need that Anywho, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take over one more topic here with you guys. Uh, we're gonna do a social media slam. I haven't done one of these in a few weeks, and I've got some pretty good stuff that has come up, uh, and some of it is so good that it is scary to keep up the topics here. So, without any further ado, let's jump from my candy corn have an ass. And my complaining ass from the costumes and my overall love of fall. Let's jump into the social media slam for episode 26. Let's go. Social media slam this week is going to be coming from uh, Oddball News, all that good stuff. Again, not many of you uh, tweet anymore uh, that I can see at least, or you, you post political stuff, and I'm not going to comment on that. We're, we're straying far away from that. The most you'll ever get from me out of politics is me saying, please don't be a president in a Halloween costume. Uh, so I've got uh, three for you here today. Um, again, two are a little bit frightening, so we'll start off with a happier topic shall we so the first topic is going to be coming from yahoo news it's wonderful uh, and, and this is going to either break your hearts or give you a laugh but the news states penguins are missing visitors say keepers at a lockdown thai zoo so basically what this news article is saying is that uh, the penguins that are in the this Thailand zoo uh, are, are, are like they, they come out, they, like they go to sleep, they come out in the morning, or I guess they waddle out in the morning uh, to their little pool and stuff. And they look confused when they walk out because this, this obviously with this Thai zoo, with the lockdown and stuff like that, uh, people haven't been able to go to the zoo. I mean, because that's the first thing that I think of when I think of lockdown is I want to go to the zoo. But these poor penguins, I guess, come out in their in their little herd or whatever you call a bunch of penguins. Uh, they come out and they look around and they look confused because there's no visitors. They're like lonely penguins. They're like lonely small little birds in tuxedos. It, it's like uh, from from what the what the article says, it's that they come out and they look around and no one's there and they get really confused. It's uh, as, as if they're wondering where everybody's gone. Usually, according to this article, again, the the zoo allows uh, the, the, the 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 people, the visitors of the zoo, to come and and feed the the penguins, and they're being fed by the carers instead now. They always get different faces feeding them, and I guess they like that, and they don't know why it's the same people. These poor penguins are so lonely. Ah, see, it breaks my heart. 
these little tiny birds that come out and just want to like dive in the pool for these people uh, and get fed by them think that they're forgotten. They don't understand a pandemic. They're penguins, for Pete's sake. You know what, though? If the Penguins don't start doing something about uh, this offseason, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to be missing a few visitors. I'll tell you that. They need to get their act together. Although there isn't a whole lot of stuff uh, to change, but the, the, the goaltending is quite an issue. But that's another rant for another day. Moving on to number two, the second of the scary headlines that I'm going to take over here today. Uh, and this article reads, it is so hot in Dubai that the government is officially recreating thunderstorms, or I guess rainstorms. The temperatures in Dubai are going over 115 degrees Fahrenheit recently. So the government decided to mess with dear old mother nature. They're sending uh, drones and using electrical charges from these drones to manipulate the weather and force rainfall across the nation. It's scary that we know how to do that. I don't understand how weather works. I don't understand how rain works. And I don't understand how thunderstorms work. I really don't. And I don't really care to. I'm not a meteorologist. I'm a mortgage funder. But it's scary to me that we can, as humans, dictate the weather if we really wanted to. I understand the need, the need for this. But with great, with, with great power comes great responsibility. They call it cloud seeding. And it, apparently it shows promise in helping to mitigate drought conditions, which makes sense. I mean, of course, if you can artificially, uh, you know, make it rain, so to speak, not in the Megan Thee Stallion way, way, but, you know, make it rain, droughts don't have to happen, crops don't have to die. And that, I mean, that's, that's crazy, but it's also terrifying that we can manipulate nature. That's all I'm saying. Like, it scares me that we can manipulate nature enough to make it thunderstorm if we want it to. Boy, I tell you, my fellow Irishman could have used that in the potato drought. That's for sure. And that's crazy. As somebody who comes from Pittsburgh, uh, you know, it, it rains. It rains a good amount here. You know, it, the, Pittsburgh is definitely a rainy city. I feel like it's either raining or it's like dead hot you know in the summer the United Arab Emirates which I have been to uh, receives about four inches of rain per year four inches of rain per year think about that think about getting four inches of rain a year wherever you are wherever you listen to this podcast whether it be here in Pittsburgh whether it be in California whether it be in Russia you get Rain. Imagine living in a climate that you would get four inches per year. That's devastating. And that's terrifying. Uh, so no wonder they want to zap clouds to generate rain. No wonder they want to artificially make it rain. But that is what the United Arab Emirates government is able to do. Or I guess not the United Arab the Dubai. Yeah, I was right. The United Arab Emirates government. They're making it rain. And that's scary. Uh, my last one for you here today uh, is something that has to do with, indirectly, with Grimes, one of our good uh, pop artists that we like. In fact, Grimes was the artist of my first ever intro on this show, uh, and she has been on another time as well. Uh, not been on, but her songs have been, not most likely illegally, but we'll see. Uh, so Elon Musk, her daunting husband, has unveiled Tesla Bot, a humanoid robot that uses the vehicle's artificial intelligence. I hope this is a joke. Like, I really hope it's a joke. We are not ready for this. We can't even figure out 
how to deal with each other, how to deal with our leaders. You guys ready for a robot? I've mentioned AI on here before. Hell, one of my my favorite TV show of all time has to do with AI. But I'm not ready for a humanoid robot. I'm not ready. The Avengers video game that I play on Xbox shows how dangerous they can be. It, it was an unexpected reveal from Elon Musk. It's supposed to be a five foot eight inch robot, and it's gonna it's gonna weigh about one twenty five, and be built from lightweight materials. It says, and this is coming from uh, CNET.com. To get my sources right, uh, Musk said uh, in a quote, he said, "It's intended to be friendly." Aren't they all? Aren't we all? We're all intended to be friendly, but we're not. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. I don't know. Like, I, I, again, I'm like, I'm scrolling this thing here, you know, and, and I'm really, really hoping that I'm, I'm finding like a, a, a joke and it doesn't look like we're joking. Uh, it, it says, he says it's probably gonna be a long while before you get your bread and milk via the Tesla bot, but... A prototype will likely be ready next year. So basically what you're saying is maybe when the whole coronavirus situation is like under control, because uh, let's be honest, it still isn't. Uh, once it might be, you're going to you're going to introduce AI robots. The Tesla bot. Grimes, Grimes, honey, if you're listening to me, stop him now. Stop him. Make him stop. However you need to make him stop, make him stop. We don't want this. We don't need this. It's terrifying. I say once again, Grimes, please, for the love of all things holy, make him stop. I don't want a Tesla bot and neither do you. One of the slides says the Tesla bot would eliminate dangerous, repetitive, and boring tasks. I mean, that's cool. What if... What if being a human is considered a dangerous task? That's terrifying. Here's another one. What we're trying to do here at Tesla is make useful AI that people love is and is unequivocally good. There's a lot of optimism here. A whole lot of optimism about Tesla bot from the Elon Musk. And I just don't know about it. it it's it's scary to me. Uh, and 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 you know what? I'm gonna end on this note here. We're gonna we're gonna call it quits here. And uh, you really feel like it? Why don't you go ahead and at Grimes on Twitter and tell her to make Elon Musk stop for the good of humankind? Of course, she won't care because a she's very famous and very rich, and b she's an alien and doesn't care about human situations like this. In fact, she's she probably helped build it with her alien technology. Grimes, that is. Oh, dear. We're headed down a very slippery slope. Very slippery indeed. That's going to wrap it up for me. I'm going to be done here. I'm calling it a day on the AI Tesla bot. And if any of you, if any of you have any reason to believe that that's a joke, please at Legends Tennis Pod and tell me with some source that it's a joke because I'd love to be wrong about this anywho uh like i said that's gonna wrap it up for me thanks for tuning in for episode 26 of the legend status podcast with me the legend you can find new episodes of the legend status podcast on all your favorite streaming sites being apple the podcast google the podcast stitcher spotify and soundcloud don't forget to check out my good buddies over at brunch breakdown at brunch breakdown at twitter on every thursday on all of your favorite streaming sites that i just mentioned plus many 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 more including iHeartRadio. go check them out if you haven't and if you missed the midsummer's brew definitely tune into that uh, that's on on both of our platforms and feel free uh, with any of the topics, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at Legends Pod. Feel free to reach out to my other ego, Brendan Jenkins on Facebook, and lastly but most importantly at brj underscore the underscore legend on on, 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 on untapped. 
Uh, check out what I'm drinking. Check out all of the beers of the week, including the flu for two. Uh, and that's about all I got for you. Friends and OGs, in two weeks, I'll see you for episode 27. But until then, I'm out.